Welcome to the Martok Podcast. Hey podcast, thanks for listening to this episode of Martok. Today's topic is putting artificial intelligence to work. Artificial intelligence has been a buzzword for a while now. It seems every software is claiming to have it and every marketer wants to use it. So how is it that teams are still struggling to implement it? To provide some practical advice, I'm joined today by a marketer who is an innovator of marketing technology. George Veery is the marketing and sales operations manager at Hub, a software that streamlines and automates event management. George, thanks for being here today. Thanks, Angie. Glad to be here. Before we jump into AI, George, would you share a little bit about how you got into this world of RevOps and uh, marketing and sales technology? Mm -hmm. Funny you should ask that, Angie. Um, Well, back in the day when I was... uh, at university here at Portland State, I uh, decided to look around for some internships, and uh, I was selected by a company called Xterra. I believe it was you, actually, that gave me my first... <laughs> it was indeed. <laughs> little green George Berry interviewing for an internship. Yes, I remember that, yes. And um, luckily, I was selected, and that's what uh, really catalyzed uh, my entry into the topsy-turvy world of uh, RevOps and artificial intelligence. Even then, though, I remember having conversations during interview that you you knew you wanted to go into operations. And I remember challenging you and saying, well, you got to try a little bit of everything before you can decide. What what attracted you to it even back then? That's right. Uh, I mean, what, to RevOps back in the day? I mean, it just seemed, it really just seemed like the best fit for me and, and how... Uh, my brain worked, uh, you know, re- re- the CRMs, you know, can be sometimes difficult for people to to understand how they work or really extrapolate the meanings behind what the data is telling you and so on and so forth. And that really just sort of clicked naturally with me. And so um, that I just naturally went down that, that road, I, I suppose. Yeah, it did. It did come naturally. I remember that. And now you're at Hub and you're delivering and using artificial intelligence within your demand programs. We are. Um, can you tell us how what led you to look sort of beyond your typical marketing automation that most marketers rely on today? Yeah, totally. Um, really what it was is we, you know, we're a small company, really. We're only about uh, 40 to 50 heads at the moment. So very, very small. And that's even after our, our recent Series B that we had. So um, really with that, there's, there comes a bandwidth issue. Um, and, you know, we've got some aggressive goals going into 2019 and 2020. And, uh, you know, we want to be ready, you know, to, to be able to, to, to live up to those expectations. And so really where the desire came is, you know, we've only got, uh, you know, three or four SDRs really rocking at one time. And, and so their time is so uh, precious to the company. And so we really want to have the most qualified leads going to those individuals. And so what that leaves, though, is a big gap in the rest of the database. And so I think that was the gap that we needed to fill with artificial intelligence. With the artificial intelligence comes a much more affordable way to tackle that gap. And so I think those two pieces combined are what are what led us down this path. Yeah, AI does promise us simplification. Yes. It also, um, it also provides a little bit of a consolidation between tech. Um, there, you know, there's still an overwhelming number of solutions out there. I think one of the things we as um, RevOps and marketing ops people need to deal with is this 8,000 plus solutions, I think was on Scott Brinker's last infographic. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you narrow down the list from, you know, so many thousands of possibilities that you felt could really help you deliver what you needed to for those SDRs? Yeah, totally. 
Um, yeah, that is true. The if you go to yeah Scott Brinker's technology landscape or whatever, and you look at the category that these solutions will fall under, it will they will fall under the the sales automation category. And so, but within there, there's a lot of other. Uh, products. I feel like we might need to be broken down one level further to really pe- to pull out the the AI portions of it. But uh, let's hope Scott Brinker's listening. Yes, and I'm a big fan, Scott. So love the book. <laughs> love the book. Hashtag best friends. Yeah. Well, yes, we're getting there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, so the the tool that we selected is actually under the the sales automation category of Scott Brinker's technology landscape, and so. Um, not all of them will fall under that category, the AI. And so we, we actually had to kind of look a little bit uh, deeper than that. And so once we found a couple, you know, we, we were able to pull up yeah, G2 Crowd and a couple other sites that aggregate similar technologies. And then from there kind of piece together a couple different solutions. And actually this process was actually catalyzed by um, my boss, current boss is uh, Ramey Merriman over at uh, Hub. And so she sort of catalyzed this whole search for the AI. But we, yeah, we eventually settled on a solution that would work best for us called uh, Enquota, E-N-Q-U-O-T-A, based out of Israel. And uh, they've got a great price point. So we're in a trial with them at the minute, um, but uh, it's going really, really well. And I think this is uh, the kind of tool that should really be you know, used more often by marketing teams. Part of every every stack, it sounds like. Um, when we were talking about you coming on the show, you wanted to make sure that um, I knew nothing about the artificial bit was being built in-house, I think were your words. Um, can you tell us who is building it and what made you look outside for help? Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely all the magic happens all within Enquota's tool. Really, what it is, the job on our side is to is to provide the the leads that we want. So that really, the onus is really is on us for the the, the leads that fulfill uh, the requirement for something like this tool. And so, the, you know, you have to know really where your leads are in your in your spectrum or in your funnel on the back end. And then with that, you you then uh, you know you take it, upload it into the platform, uh, and then the outreach begins on their end. And it's sort of a combination of sort of kind of nurture automation, but then once something hits, you know, the AI takes over and what happens is a virtual assistant, uh, you know, SDR as it will, the AI piece of it takes over and begins a natural conversation in the email flow. You name that person. <laughs> I think I think we can give them a name, but they they have a default female name, which seems to work the best. Uh, Vivian or something, I believe. So nice. If you get yeah, if you get an email from Vivian, you know what the deal is. Um, is Vivian doing a good job? <laughs> she's doing a wonderful job so far. Yes. Does she have a quota? <laughs> uh, no, not yet. We'll see as time progresses. But uh, you know, we'll take anything at the minute. You know, we'll, we just want to see how the technology works, but. You know, a, a dialogue begins when an individual reach, you know, uh, reaches out to an email, let's say, and uh, that's where the AI takes over. And so all the corresponding emails will be through the AI and through the virtual assistant instead of a human to better qualify it. And so we've determined the qualifying questions, you know, previously. And so the AI then gets programmed with that, with natural language, you know, to to continue the conversation, to qualify and ultimately schedule a demo with that individual. I know it's said a lot in the world of MarTech, but I don't think we can overstate the role of data when we're implementing a new solution like this. Um, what do you think is especially important when implementing software that uses artificial intelligence? 
I think it's the same with anything. It's you really need to make sure that the you know the sales copy, you know the email templates that you're using are are up to snuff. You need to make sure that the data, you know, you, you really want to be running some tests as you're doing this. So the the trial set that we used um, covers a couple different areas. So there's a couple different. Um, uh, sort of verticals that we go after. So there's a little bit of a vertical split in there, but then there's also um, uh, where the the data was sourced from. Uh, there's a little bit of uh, play involved in that too. So we're testing uh, the verticalization of the data and then as well as the source of the data uh, with our initial trial set. And I think um, you know to be cognizant of of the requirements for the the program that you're going to need, but then also to have a really hammered down uh, CRM. You know to know where all your leads are, which ones are available, which ones you know would be useful for a program like this. Uh, so it it really does cover the whole spectrum. So it's, it's probably fair that there was some preparation in your CRM data to get ready to use AI. How long would you estimate that took? Uh, well, we started off only with a couple of thousand. So, it, it, you know, it took about, I had to get some buy-in from a couple different members of team, you know, so expect something like that, no doubt. And then the time to actually sort of quarantine them in the system. And then um, you could take maybe about a week or two, I would say, when it, once it's all said and done. You may want to revisit some of the, you know, the sales email templates and that kind of thing. And then there's obviously just a configuration uh, period that's, you know, going to take time with a, with a program like this. You know, there's also going to be ramp-up considerations, being that email's involved as well. Um, and I think between those three things, that should really run the gambit on the setup for it. Sounds like a lot of collaboration would be required with sales if, if she's a virtual SDR. Absolutely, yeah. Um, as the, yeah, this is direct handoff to our uh, account managers or the, the deal closers. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of coordination involved. Um, I've heard it said that good operations is all about optimization. I know you guys are just getting started, but um, what are your plans for testing and optimizing over time? Yeah, totally. Um, well, like I said, we're still in a trial right now, which is which is very cool to be a part of, uh, to kind of validate the whole system. Uh, but it's going really well so far, and I think it sort of has already validated itself. In terms of the optimization, I mean, that's something, you know, that every operations uh, professional out there really understands. I mean, it's you're, you're continuously testing and trying to, you know, create new algorithms for success for whatever that means for your team or your new content or your role. Yeah, new content, you know, being de- delivered to which individual through which medium is working the best. So there's always those heat maps, which are always in the back of our minds, I feel like. Um, but yeah, for something like this, it's definitely going to be... Uh, I think those factors that I mentioned earlier in the in the other uh, uh, the other question, where the verticalization of the data, um, you could also play with the perhaps the seniority of the individuals you're reaching out to as well. So there could be tests along where the manager level, director level responds more than V V level and C level or something like that. So, but for this one, we've chosen um, the verticalization and uh, whatever I said the other one was. I can't remember now. <laughs> As operations folks, speaking of optimizing, you know, with every new project we do, I feel like we refine our approach, you know, never do any the same thing twice. Um, what advice would you give to someone just starting to evaluate AI, AI solutions for demand gen? I would say, um, you know, I would, I would say dig your heels in and uh, kind of jump in into that world and start reaching out to the different vendors out there. Um, you know, Conversica is another one. 
Um, I, there's a couple other solutions out there. I'd have to. <laughs> I'm go brain back dead to Scott right Breakers. Uh, yeah, I'd have map. to. Exactly, exactly. Go back to Scott and ask him. Um, but I would, I would dig my heels in, start taking a look at the different pieces of software out there, get demos from them, start reaching out. Um, you know, have a specific kind of use case that you're using it for. In our case, we wanted a a complement to our, you know, our uh, the the processes that we have in place right now. Existing stack. Exactly, exactly. And we saw, like I said, we kind of it's this all kind of started with that need for the automation on the piece that we don't have access to. We don't have the bandwidth for these. We we definitely think there's some there's some uh, money to be you know panhandled from this set of data you know but we just don't have the bandwidth to, so for companies where you you don't have a a sales fleet of hundreds and hundreds of people you're dealing with under ten you know this could be a really great way and now more cost effective way of being able to tackle those more hard to reach pieces of the database, and so I would just say dive right in and start getting demos start looking. Start looking through your database to see, you know, which uh, which portions of it could be possibly used in a program like this. So, George, this is the part of the show that I usually allow our guests a little bit of shameless plug. Do you want to tell everybody about what Hub does and uh, why they might use your software? Absolutely. So, Hub is a sort of end-to-end event management platform. Um, uh, you know, being used by we, you know, some of our big clients are Microsoft, Atlassian, Tableau. So definitely enterprise level. I mean, it's a fantastic solution. If, if you've got call for speakers, call for content, uh, you know, sessions, all that madness that goes on with events, then you should definitely give uh, Hub a look at online. Awesome. George, thanks for being here today. Yeah, thanks so much, Angie. Always a pleasure. <laughs>